0: This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at saintdave.org. Good morning. 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 So, as many of you may or may not know, I was brought up in the Catholic faith. I went to Catholic school from pre kindergarten all the way up through high school. And I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. The nuns were a no joke. So one of the songs we sang often while growing up uh, in the church was a song titled, Here I Am, Lord. Who's heard that hymn before? Okay, good. we got a good showing of hands. Uh, growing up, it was actually one of my favorites. I still love it. The songs, simple rhythms, and melody actually make it easy for us to remember the words and the music. I particularly love the words from this hymn, the lord of sea and sky, of snow and rain, stars at night and darkness bright. They are beautiful, vivid, concrete images that have helped ingrain these memories into my mind as a young child. Now, for any of you who are gonna try to look for that hymn in our hymnal, you will not find it there. Uh, It's actually in one of our supplemental hymnals uh, that we've borrowed from uh, the Catholic Church and from other ones that we've put into a different hymnal that we have. But singing this hymn as a child for me, it was like talking directly to God. Some of you may know the words. Here I am, Lord is it i lord i have heard you calling in the night i will go was as real as the sea and the sky and the stars up in the sky. The song stirred my imagination about the places I would go and the ways in which I could be all that God wanted me to be and to do in God's name. I so wanted to hold God's people in my heart, and yes, I yearn to do the same today. And so here I am. All grown up and called to be at this amazing church of St. David's and I feel so very blessed. And I hold all of you in my heart and in my prayers daily. I never imagined I would be doing this today when I first sang the words to that song so many years ago for the first time. And so last week's gospel reading and This week's Gospel reading both deal with this element of call. We heard it from John last week, and this week from the Gospel of Matthew. No soon has Jesus been baptized than we see him go off and gather this community around him, these disciples. This week, the invitation from Jesus is to follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Jesus does not encounter these fishermen at the temple or in any sort of religious context, but rather in the midst of their everyday life where they are doing their thing, those mundane tasks of what they do day in and day out. And so Jesus also comes comes to us in the personal, in the everyday, and yes, within the context of this community. And just as he called those disciples some 2,000 years ago, he also yearns for us to do the same. Come with me, he says. Our carrying on the good news effectively also depends on this connectivity between each other. Will we listen? Will we pass it on? that answer to new life through dwelling in Christ. When God speaks, do we listen? How does God speak to you? I must say, when I was younger, it was simpler to hear and to know what God needed and wanted of me. And God calls all of us, each of us, by our names. And how do you attend to that voice of God who calls you? Whether it comes at night, like a whisper, or whether it comes during the day amidst our daily living like it did for Andrew and Simon and James and John, the call is there. And so in reflecting on the call of God in our lives, Frederick Buechner says, the place God calls you is a place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. It is the work you most need to do in order to become who you are meant to be. And it is the work the world most needs to be done in order for the world to be what it should be. The trick, of course, is for us to be able to listen, to be able to discern amid the plethora of the noises and competing voices and callings and countless directions that this modern world pulls us in, and to be able to discern the genuine call of God. I feel like James, and John, and Philip, and Nathaniel, Andrew, Peter, and all the other disciples whom Jesus surrounded himself had it kind of easy. (laughs) They had Jesus right there saying, come, follow me. How simple it would be for God to just come up to us and to say, here I am, come and see, help me do this. Come and follow me, and I will make you fish for people. I want you to take note that when Jesus calls the disciples, notice what's absent. It's not about individualism or being left on your own. Instead, it's follow me and help me bring in more into this community. Help me spread the light and love of Christ. Follow me and you will never be by yourself. Notice that when Jesus calls them together, he does so in twos, not separately. It's Andrew and Simon, then James and John. Discipleship is done in community. And when he eventually sends them off in a few chapters from now, he does so in twos. You see, God knows, Jesus knows, we cannot do this on our own. We cannot do life on our own. We cannot live into our calls, our truth on our own. We cannot follow Jesus on our own. We need each other. I need you just as much as you need me. The reality is that even my call happened within the context of a community. I'm nothing in my call without all of you. Without the work of those who prayerfully brought me here today, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) It took a community. This is how we make sense of where God is leading us, and we do it together. My experience is that for all of our best laid plans and our future roadmaps that we set up, in the end, the path we take is more often than most the path that ends up opening up for us the one that speaks to the hidden longings of our hearts, the one that calls us forward to serve a world that needs our very gifts to make it whole. Despite what we think we want, what God wants for us comes like a calling in the night and it whispers possibilities that we never dared could have imagined. And I, like many of you, worry about the future, worry about my daughter, worry about the future of this place. And as much as I worry about all of this, what I want, what I really want for all of us, is a life called, a life summoned, a life lived in conversation with God and with each other. A God who creates us and loves us and whose spirit Living in us can do more than I can ever imagine or hope for. And if you're trying to do it alone, you're doing it wrong. So friends, I wonder where you find yourself in today's story. Is God whispering to you? Is God tugging at your heart, calling for you, but you still don't know what it means? How are you tending to the voice of God? And so this week, what I want you to do, uh, what what I would like you to do is to share those gifts and ponder and ask yourself, what can I do to serve God and my neighbor? How can I drop the nets of my daily routine even for a little while and follow Jesus wholeheartedly? We are all meant to do more, to be more, for ourselves and for the world around us. Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling me. I will go, Lord, if you need me. I will hold your people in my heart. And so, give us all courage, dear Lord, to hold your people in our hearts and to follow wherever you lead. Amen.